This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast. I'm Dutch Dalton, joined as always by Kimmy Gibbler. That's me. If this is the first time listening to the show, basically what Gibbler and I do is we sit around and we hang out like we're at a bar. Just shoot the crap. Yeah, and so like COVID's back up again. It sucks, but uh, this is an opportunity for you to hang out and have a couple beers with some buddies. That's right. If you like the show, make sure you hit the old like and subscribe button, share it with your friends and family. On this week's show, Gibbler, we're going to talk about... Some Christmas faux pas, potentially. Some faux pas? Faux pas. And we're going to go into history, and we're going to talk about traditions. Okay. Like, why do we bring a tree inside? <laughs> and why do you hang up a pair of your socks next to the fire? <laughs> and why do you put candy in your socks? And who really gets coal in them? Right. Well, I don't know if we talk about coal. I'll have to see if that was in my research. All right. But we'll talk about that, and of course we got some news. But before we go into all of that, I want to make sure that we tell our friends and neighbors to go out to the After Two Beers webpage. Yes. And you can click on the old Patreon button, which would allow you to donate to the show, which we would greatly, greatly appreciate. And uh, But more importantly, you can find links to past episodes and our social media pages and all that fun stuff. All of our goodness. Yeah. But most importantly, I want to make sure in our intro that we thank our Patreon sponsors. They're fantastic. Yeah. Now, before we move into our Christmas faux pas, I want to talk to you about what arguably is the fastest growing genre of music in the United States, in my opinion. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. Because I that? like the music, but I don't like the people that like the music. You ever, <laughs> you, you ever been like that? Like, people talk about that with religion, right? Like... I don't hate the religion. I hate the fans. <laughs> hate some of the judgy ones. Right? And so that's how I feel about this music. And what it is, is I have a, uh, a fond affection for yacht rock music. Oh, I love yacht rock music. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. But I have been to a yacht rock uh, concert where, I mean, you were just surrounded by... I was there with you. Turds. Oh, my gosh. It was the douchiest place I've ever been. <laughs> If Pop Collar had an event, it would be this thing. I guarantee you they sold out of cranberry juice. <laughs> right? There were so many Tito's and cranberry juices, oh. and I am not judging because I like a good Tito's and cranberry juice every once in a while. Right? But no, you know. If you want to make some money, sit outside in front of one of those things and sell nothing but captain hats and aviator sunglasses, <laughs> and you are going to be so rich. <laughs> And some penny loafers. Oh, my gosh. So rich. Yes. Now, I got to ask, though, and I'm, as much as I guess I'm one of the deep bags for a night when I go to the event. I love them. I do. I do. What are some of your favorite Yacht Rock Review kind of tunes? I mean, so we've we've discussed this before, but I am such a Hall & Oates fan. Yeah. Such a Hall & Oates fan. So anytime that they do some of the Hall & Oates, yeah. it really gets to my soul. <laughs> Way down to my soul. <laughs> I was listening to on the way here, and they had "Sailing On" by Christopher Cross. <laughs> you know, were you singing? No, but I'm. Just, yes, you were. No, you know what? It, I think it reminds like us Midwestern white folk of going on like a cruise or something, or being at all inclusive. 
because it's just like this happy go. Like I, to, uh, Toto Rosanna yeah. Yeah. came on, and I was just dude, dude. <laughs> you can't help. And then it's like I'd rather listen. I'd rather people hear me rapping like Tupac <laughs> than than listening to some Hollow Notes or Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm convinced if you are a local establishment in a small community, if you did just once in a while a Yacht Rock review kind of night, oh, man. you would make a killing. A killing. Like, seriously, especially I think people our age, we just grew up listening to Kansas and Toto and all of that, that entire genre. And then, you know, also like the Led Zeppelin and some of the other stuff. But the Yacht Rock is like the kind of stuff that we just we get should, stuck in your head. We should find a bar. Whether it's here. Oh, Banks is excited. He's on board. He's like, yes. Did you say Toto? (laughs) 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 Fuck that witch. (laughs) We should find a bar, whether it's here in Richmond or even in Indianapolis, and we should host a Yacht Rock review after Two Beers Night. And just play that kind of music. Yes, and just decorate for it. And if you want to wear the captain's hat, wear the captain's hat. Oh, we should have a prize for the most douchey. I mean, the best costumes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm all about it. I love Yacht Rock review. Yeah, I think that... I, I think a lot of times when we, we went, the reason we were surrounded by D-backs is just the, the particular area. And they, yeah, well, you know what? Some, some t- D- sometimes. <laughs> D-bags are like assholes. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on what bait you use, what's going to show up. That's basically how every activity goes. You know going in, no matter what event it is, there's going to be some sort of individual that you're not going to like as a group. Oh, yeah. You know, and I don't mean that sounded really racist, and I didn't mean it to be. I meant like, like you know what I'm trying to say. No, I, I mean there's going to be somebody that you don't like uh, that acts like a turd or a douche or something, no yeah. matter what establishment you like, go to. Like the overzealous parent at a sporting event. Uh-huh. That would be one. Um, what else am I thinking of? Oh, the person at the airport that talks so loud on the cell phone because they want to tell everybody how important they are. Or the people like on the airplane that they want to make sure that. <laughs> We just landed! Just landed! <laughs> Want to be the first one to call somebody because we just landed. The person that walks down the middle of the grocery aisle with the cart. Oh, yeah. You know, like you're just like... <laughs> like what Pardon a- me, let me put my ass into the checks <laughs> over here <laughs> so you can get by, bub. <laughs> That's a weird checks mix, get your ass in <laughs> <there. laughs> I put the sweetness in Oh, it. gross. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're going to move on <laughs> to, uh, I want to talk about some Christmas potential faux pas. And I don't really know if faux pas is the right word. It's just unique things about Christmas, and I want to know your opinions on them. I don't even know what a fox paw is. All right. First of all, let's talk about a a drink that is associated with Christmas that I still haven't tried. Trying to get your nog on, aren't you? I ya? have never had eggnog. Never? Never. Oh, man. Have you had, so you've had it. Oh, yeah. Do you like it? I like it. Okay. What Was yours the store-bought, or did you make it yourself? So I, I, it's the store-bought eggnog, and then you put your own rum in. You put your whole... You know, yeah. your, so it's basically, it's cream, sugar, egg whites, and then alcohol. Yeah. yeah. So I talked about this on my own personal Facebook page. It's basically fat, <laughs> sugar, and alcohol, which I said basically We're I should good. be called nog. <laughs> But then I was talking with AJ. I started coming up with all kinds of things that are made up of fat, sugar, and alcohol. Uh Like Carney's breast milk. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that a good one? Oh, God, it just puts a bad image in my head right now. <laughs> pa- <laughs> how, how about this you one? Can't t- you can't take out all them milk bottles. <laughs> how about this one? Paula Dean on Juneteenth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a good one? <laughs> how about this one? This, these are things made up of fast sugar and alcohol. Baby formula in West Virginia. Oh. No, that's more like Mountain Dew. <laughs> There's no fat in it. That would, and well, yeah. and alcohol. That's what Mountain, anyway. Stuff. <laughs> so, so I, we've got to try eggnog. I I've got to try seeing it. recipes. Now, like, ever since we started discussing it, I keep seeing recipes. Like, my Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. All right. Let all me, kinds of them. We're moving on from eggnog. We're going to try it. We'll have a review on it here. Let me ask you about the second thing. And uh, I want your honest opinion on this one. Regifting. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing already? Because you got to be careful and don't get busted, man. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you. you got to make sure you remember exactly who did it. Like, who got that for you? Because it could be bad. Now, let me ask. I give you something. Let's say it's a bread maker, okay? And you know it's said bread maker. <laughs> and it's wrapped, right? Uh-huh. Do you rewrap it as? Yeah. So you unwrap it and then rewrap it just to give it away. Yeah. You would do that. It's going to the next wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Now let me ask you: Have you ever gotten a gift and used it and then put it back in the box and then gave it to somebody? No, No. I have not. But now you're thinking that you're like, shit, I could do that. (laughs) I'm gonna wear this sweater out this week and like tuck tuck this. (laughs) Think about it. I'm kidding. I'm really that, not. But uh, you're still given a gift. Yeah. I just now, may have worn it. Now, let me ask. If you get a gift, I walk up to you and I say, Gibbler, um, XYZ, so-and-so gave me a brand new television. And I don't need a television. But if you want it, I'd be more than happy to give you this television. Sweet. You'd be cool with it. Oh, well, yeah. Even though I'm regifting it. Yeah. Right, because it's something of value, right? right? I think that's the whole point, is if you're giving some of the people one, but mostly the time, you don't re-gift good shit. Right. That's the whole thing, well, right? and you just, I think the biggest thing that is just the problem with re-gifting is that you just don't want to hurt the people's feelings that gave it to you. But why you are you re-gifting really, it? Because it sucks? Because you don't need it. Uh, is that the only reason? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, it might suck too, but... <laughs> But do you want to be that person that gives away shitty gifts, too? Then you're just as bad. But, man, I really hate returning shit. Yeah. Do you have... Is it a big deal to have I have. A, I have got you just clothes in my... I know. Sorry. No, but, like, I have clothes in my closet with the tags on it because I don't want to go and return it. Just because you're lazy. That's no, a little bit of lazy. No, it's just a big process. Yeah. That involves you getting money at the end. But normally, like, I forget to take the next time I go there, then I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot those pants at home. Yeah. And now they're six months out. I can't return them. Tell me something. So they're going to go in a garage sale, and somebody's going to be like, ooh, sweet shit that's still got a tag on it. Tell me tell me the truth here now. Tell me a time that you've re-gifted something, and what was it? Put me on the spot. I can't even remember. So you're, but you're okay with re-gifting? I'm okay with re-gifting. Are you good? Okay. Let me ask you another one. How long do you leave your tree up? Oh, it comes down New Year's Day. New Year's Day. New Year's Day or January 2nd. Normally January 2nd. January 1 sometimes is a little bit of an iffy day. Let me, I, I got, a, it's a little iffy day? Yeah. Is that a hangover thing? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Why don't you put Christmas lights outside? I don't know. I didn't either. I normally do like the little... <laughs> Like just one little, little bush, the shower, the star shower thing, where you, it's just, uh, you yeah, it hook still that up counts. and it puts up. 
the golden shower. Honestly, it's the same reason that I need to change out my daggone shutters. I don't have a damn ladder. Well, I mean, you could just decorate your bush in the front. <laughs> I do that for my man. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't have any bushes out front anymore. Oh, well, I'm just saying. And the only reason, and I didn't decorate outside this year either, but have you noticed? I got lazy this year for sure. Have you noticed how few people decorate anymore? Oh, man. I think that it's just. In our ghettos. Honestly. <laughs> I think that, like, especially with the last couple years, with COVID and everything else, people aren't in the spirit, for one. And for two, sometimes you associate it with, like, cold weather and snow and... Yeah, those are all weak excuses. People are just lazy. It's always been related with cold. That's the whole point of Christmas. Dude, I'm not even going to lie. I have a wreath, a Christmas wreath, on my... (laughs) It's on my porch. I just have to take down my fall wreath and hang it up. And I don't have a damn ladder. (laughs) It's got a turkey. This this wreath is going to fall into a million pieces before it gets hung up. You show up to her house and it's got, like, red, white, and blue shit on it. And and fireworks and... I'm going to make a yearly wreath. It can stay up all year. It's going to have, like, segments of all of the things. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Gift bags or wrapped? I'm a rapper. Are you? I'm an OG rapper. (laughs) Give us a few lines. Wicka, wicka, that scotch tape. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whitest thing you've ever done on this show. Oh, there's a whole lot more. (laughs) I like big rep and I cannot lie. So if your significant other gave you gifts entirely in gift bags, would you be okay with it? Yeah. I don't expect them to be as... But do you prefer to open presents? Who doesn't, right? Who doesn't? But isn't it like the biggest waste of paper? Like, I feel like we could have a, like a, a, just a collection of gift bags that you just pass around. Isn't that very millennial of me? It's very (laughs) millennial of Like, yeah. All right, now let me ask you. You go to a... uh, Secret Santa kind of party, and the gift dollar max is, let's say, $25. Okay. Which must means everybody almost always picks $25 gifts, okay? Mm-hmm. You go up, and you open yours up, and it's a, a votive candle set that may cost $3. Are you angry? No. I am. Are you really? Hell yeah, I am. I didn't come to this thing to give away a $25 gift for some votive. Here's the thing. I don't care if I get gifts. I just like seeing people open oh, gifts. Oh, God. I are we going to do I this am, again? I am that person. Oh, my God. Are we going to have to take five minutes of me breaking you down before you finally admit <laughs> that you want shit? Because this happened like two episodes ago. I may go I back. I know, but like, No. You know how competitive I am? I just want to have the coolest-ass gift. I want to bring the coolest gift. Yeah? Yeah. That's only you. I want the people to open it to be like, <gasps> How did you know? Really? I don't want them to expect it. I don't want it Very to be something on their list. Belly- <laughs> I want it to be a surprise and them to love it. Nothing says, I love baby Jesus, like competing for best present. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say <laughs> We all have our flaws here, Dutch. <laughs> oh, what if you get a gift that's homemade, but it's just shitty? Like, it's bad. <laughs> like, Grandma hand-painted it and has Parkinson's or something. Oh, my God. You know, and you're like, this is bullshit, Grandma. All right. I still love it. It's homemade. <laughs> you got to love kidding. the homemade ones. I'm just kidding. I love Grandma's. Not in a weird way, not like in a porn up fetish <laughs> way. Check out his fans only page. <laughs> I like the grannies. 
<laughs> the bigger the panties. <laughs> oh, now I've come up with an ingenious idea um, for everyone to save a lot of time and headache this year at Christmas. So, for instance, we used to do like uh, you'd pull a hat for the adults and this or that. We've got one of those little apple squares. Yeah. And so I'm just going to take it to the holiday party and have my sister swipe it through, and I'll give her 50 bucks. And then she'll give you right back. Yes. And then we'll feel so That's merry the and cheery. Thing. Like, seriously, we're just buying each other shit. Yeah, it's worthless. So I've got a great idea. Like you give me money and I give you money. And this is gonna this is gonna transition perfectly into our A to B history. And I talked about traditions. We're gonna talk about traditions. Things okay. that are unique to Christmas and how they started. Okay. Do you have anything like what's I like I'm a, just a nut, a huge mark for Christmas trees. I, I love, love Christmas. Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. It's O Tannenbaum or O Christmas Tree is arguably one of my favorite Christmas songs of all of them. Right? Just love them. But aside from Christmas trees, I have one other thing that I just, a tradition of thanks, or excuse me, of Christmas that I love. Mm-hmm. And it's stockings. I love stockings. I do, too. You know? And, and now I'm thinking we should start a tradition where you don't buy people gifts anymore. You buy a stocking. And just put some random shit in it. That... Of something that reminds you, like here's the thing: is you always hear these great stories of people that when they pass, people show up and they're like, "Oh, I always thought of them for this and that," and mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, "Wouldn't it be cool if you buy a stocking and you just throw some stuff in there that just reminds them of them?" That's the best, right? I love it. I love it too. Yeah. So, so like my my like family tradition is that on Christmas Eve. You got new jammies. New jammies? You got new jammies so that you've got nice, fresh, clean jammies so that you can have like... <laughs> you don't you know want... What I, no, but I mean I just I'm like... Just, so just you busting. go to bed and wait for Santa. And then you wake up and you've got like... <laughs> jammies. Just like new jammies. Now, what age did you stop that tradition? I haven't. You still get new jammies every still year. Still get new jammies. I, you know, since mom passed, I sometimes get my own jammies. Yeah? Yeah. Are they I all... already got my new jammies for this you year. You bought your own jammies? Yes. Is it better when you buy your own or somebody buys them for you? I mean, obviously, it's kind of cool when somebody else buys them, but, like, I'm just always going to have new jammies for Christmas. Are they, like, because are they like footy jammies? Sometimes. Oh, I love it. Like you dressed up like the mm-hmm. bunny off a uh, Christmas story. This year, they're just little flannels. Flannel jammies. Flannel jam jams. So when you put on said jammies. Then you can just watch a Christmas movie. No, I mean, do you put them on Christmas Eve, I Christmas assume? Christmas Eve. All and right. then you like, like, Christmas Eve is like the social. Like where like you're watching movies and drinking eggnog or bourbon out of a glass or yeah. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Whatever. But no, like that's when you just, you stay home and. All right. So we're going to go through some holiday traditions, and I'm going to read through these. This is off mentalfloss.com as you Mm -hmm. chug your beer. (laughs) All that talk of eggnog got her all excited. That's right. All right. So now we're going to mentalfloss.com. I'm not taking credit for writing this. And uh, they have an article. It's called The Origins of 12 Christmas Traditions. Now, we're not going to go through all these because our show doesn't run that long. And and believe me, our listeners don't want us to go that long. We don't want to bore you. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the very first one, hanging stockings, all right? Uh, while there's no official record of why we hang socks for Santa, one, is the, one of the most plausible explanations is that it is a variation on the old tradition of leaving out shoes with hay inside of them on December 5th, the eve of St. Nicholas' feast day. Did you say hay inside of them? Yeah, so you take your shoe out and just chuck some, some hay in it, okay? Are you, like, trying to collect <laughs> animals? Actually... <laughs> 
Lucky children would discover that the hay they left for St. Nick's donkey had been replaced with treats or coins when they woke up the next morning. So apparently the donkey's like, man, this is a good... (laughs) Let me pay you for my midnight snack. Right, I enjoy your hay. (laughs) So here's a Snickers. (laughs) Donkeys are just walking around carrying candy all night. Another story says that St. Nicholas learned of a father who was unable to pay for his three daughters' dowries. So, St. Nick dropped gold balls down a chimney. (laughs) He what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which landed in stockings hung by a fire to dry. Uh, But they... (laughs) (laughs) He had to hang his balls to dry? (laughs) Yeah, golden balls. (laughs) Regardless of what seemed to start the tradition, people seemed to have realized the need to use a decorative stocking in place of an actual sock pretty early on. So it sounds like stockings came about from feeding donkeys. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I would have never... I mean, I've... I know some people's shoes that that donkey would not even eat out of. Maybe <laughs> 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 in the yard. Hee-haw! Hee-haw! <laughs> oh, that one's pretty good. Uh, all right, here's a note. How about um, leaving milk and cookies for Santa's? No. All right. So uh, when we plunk down a few Oreos or chocolate chip cookies on a plate for St. Nick, accompanied by a cold glass of milk, we're actually participating in a tradition that some scholars date back to ancient Norse mythology. According to legend, Odin had an eight-legged horse named <laughs> Slepener. You never thought this is where milk and cookies came from, did you? No. Yeah, me either when I started reading this. <laughs> First time I read it, didn't know that I'd have to pronounce Slepener. <laughs> kids would leave treats for Slep. This is all about kids leaving shit. For an eight-legged horse. Yeah. <laughs> he would I, trip himself. I bet he ran so fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, kids would leave treats for Slepener, hoping that Odin would ret- favor them with gifts in return. The practice became popular again in the U.S. during the degree. Great Depression, when parents tried to impress upon kids the importance of being grateful for anything they were lucky enough to receive for Christmas. So really what the parents were doing during the Great Depression was, we only have a few cookies left in milk and we haven't eaten in a week. Tell the kids they're for Santa Claus so we can <laughs> so eat them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last one and then we'll jump to our news. And this is, uh, this is actually one of my absolute favorites. And... Uh, this is the Christmas Story Marathon on TBS. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's one of the highlights, it, personally, for me in Christmas. And uh, over the course of the day, more than 50 million people will flip to TBS to watch that film. The marathon first aired on TNT in 1997, then switched to TBS in 2004. This Christmas marks the 20th year for the annual movie marathon. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love the film. I do, too. Yeah. So here's actually, here's eggnog. Do you know how eggnog came about? No. It was basically rich people that <laughs> took all the shit that they had that other people didn't at the time. And made it in together. Yes, that's exactly what it, they're like. Most people can afford eggs and cream. We have eggnog and caviar, <laughs> which I don't know why anybody in their like, right mind wants to eat. Fish um, eggs. Is Nog Ugh. Nog is the worst name in the world for a drink <laughs> too, by the way. Like you could call it anything you could call it egg chocolate and people are like, ah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> like you could call it chocolate nog and be like, No, nah, I ain't drinking no chocolate nog. <laughs> what the hell's a chocolate What's nog? What's a nog? <laughs> So basically, eggnog started off as a way for people to show off. Like the peasants are down like, we like water, <laughs> preferably room temperature. 
And uh, this is the beauty of the show. I can make inside jokes for just certain individuals. That was a good one. All right, Gibbler, are you ready to talk about some news? Let's, let's talk about the news. All right. Well, I don't even have a single news story prepared because we're doing this entirely ad lib. So uh, let's go find one. All right. All right. All right. Actually, I think for this week, we're going to go back to one of my absolute favorite web pages to pull stories from. And that's boldy.com, B-O-L-D-E.com. And Boldy. Boldy. They, I, I feel like we should work a sponsorship out with those guys. You think like, they'd listen? No. no. There's not that many. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to read through. Um, uh, oh, okay. Now, here's our first story, and again, this comes from Boldy.com, and this is something that, especially when you were a kid, you always, and when I say kid, like 20, 21, <laughs> this is like if you're ever going to get pulled over, you would suck on a, a penny. Oh, yeah, I remember you know, that. You, you know those old, like, mm-hmm. what were, like old wives' tales, like chew gum or eat some mints or... Right. Right. A drunk driver tried to fool police by drinking hand sanitizer before she was given a breathalyzer test. Not realizing the substance contains alcohol. Wow. <laughs> Sophie Nutter, 29, avoided prison after testing one and a half times the legal limit, even though she <laughs> could have killed someone and was already in a breach of a suspended sentence. Wow. Officers noted her swerving around the road in her Suzuki Swift with four flat tires <laughs> and a broken windshield. My God, I don't know that Suzuki Swifts have been around for a <laughs> no, little no, bit. No. So, Police pulled her over immediately as it was pretty clear something wasn't right. There was also said to be two impact marks on the vehicle as well <laughs> as dried blood on the rear door. <gasps> Oh, damn. And a smear of blood on the front headlight. She believed that by downing the substance, she'd avoid getting caught driving under the influence. Unfortunately, her plan seriously backfired since hand hand sanitizer contains 60% alcohol. That's like, I'm going to avoid it by drinking my quill. I just, the stuff smells so bad. Oh, God, I wouldn't even want to taste it. I was going to ask you. You know what it's like? (laughs) Freaking malort. I was, yeah, that shit's nasty, too. (laughs) I I was going to ask you, how much would it take for you to just taste hand sanitizer? Why would you want to? Just for this show. For the show? I'm good. I'm good. All right. She she appeared at a whole whole crowd. This stuff always happens in England. We need to go over and hang out in England. You know, there's a town in England that's named after my family. Oh, yeah? Dalton, England. Really? Yeah. So it's named after your family for real. 100%. I tracked my family back to the 1200s. Nice. Yeah. We were uh, sometime in the 13, 1400s. There were knights, uh, Knight Daltons. (laughs) But I just want to go over there and be like, I'm the Daltoner. (laughs) (laughs) This is my town now. It's... (laughs) Anyway, yeah, probably. They... <laughs> <laughs> I at least want my picture in front of Welcome to Dalton. <laughs> Watch the whole town be kind of like Shit's Creek. Oh, it's going to be. <laughs> right? It'd be horrible. <laughs> that or they hate Daltons now. Right? <laughs> Anyway, all right. Them bitches to- were walking around <laughs> bragging about their eggnog. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nicely done, Gibbler. That's an excellent joke. That's an excellent joke. Hey, you know what? If we took our mics off our mic stands, I'd bump your mic right now. 
was a good joke. All right. She admitted at Whole Crown Court in Beverly in East Yorkshire, UK, admitted drinking, driving as well as using a vehicle likely to cause danger of injury. She uh, that's she should have been sent to prison. That's because she was already in breach of a two-year suspended sentence for drug offenses. She and a partner, Jack Walker, were said to be transporting cocaine across nice. the area and were caught red-handed. Not only that, she was found to have engaged in disorderly and criminal be- behavior at her home and caused a serious nuisance. I say nuisance. Serious nuisance. Nuisance? I still want to find out. What? They don't explain where the blood came from I at all. I know. What in the world? She's like, don't worry about that. I just want to know what a <laughs> Suzuki Swift looks like. <laughs> all right. Now, here's, here's their second story for the night. And I saw the headline of this earlier, and I knew we were going to talk about this one. A disgruntled factory worker in Thailand allegedly blew up an oil warehouse where she worked because she was tired of her boss stressing her out. Blew up an oil place, An entire warehouse. Anne Saria, 38, was caught on camera walking into the Prapicorn Oil Warehouse in Nakhon Patham on the outskirts of Bangkok. <laughs> I know people don't understand how hard it is to host a podcast. They and don't know how hard it is to say Bangkok. <laughs> Confucius say, man who goes through airport turnstile sideways going to Bangkok. Bangkok. <laughs> Oh, so they saw this lady walking into this warehouse on November 29th, just before the place went up in flames. Oh, shit, there's video of it. No. Yeah, you can actually go and look. She uh, she is said to have thrown a lit piece of paper into one of the fuel containers on the premises, which then sped, excuse me, spread into a massive fire thanks to the thousands of gallons of oil there. All the flammable materials stored there were perfect kindling for this. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I fucked up flammable. I did it that time on purpose. Flammable. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble when you covered your mouth and AJ was having convulsions on the couch as we were recording this. <laughs> uh, while around 10 houses nearby sustained damage oh, and a damn. villager got burns on her arms, it seems no one was died or seriously hurt. Officers estimated the damage to the property was roughly 1.2 million U.S. dollars. Whoa. Yeah, as you can imagine, she was arrested immediately and no longer serve as the head of the way. They fired her. Jeez. Man, man. It's hard to keep a job nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> she had told authorities that the boss had been stressing her out and she was over it. This is the second time a fire has started from this factory, said Major General. I mean, oh, she could have just gosh, these names walked are brutal. out. Chom Chawin Perthanana. I'd say stop. Yeah. The woman has been working there for nine years. She said her, this is just like the office space where he's like, you know, he just wants a stapler. Have you seen my stapler? <laughs> red swing line. Oh, my God. Just stressed out. Going to go cause $1.2 million in damage. That's just what yeah. you do. Do you want to do one more and then we'll call it a day? Let's do it. All right. Let me flip through here real quick. And Oh, this is great. All right. This will. All right. Here's our final story, Gibbler. And this ties it into Christmas. I actually read this one a couple days ago. And this is phenomenal. And this is something I wish I had. Take, I, may, <laughs> I may try to do this. Okay. Uh-oh. A British mom who paid more than $100 for the Grinch to visit her two kids at her home. <laughs> was left with serious regrets after he destroyed the house and left her with an extreme mess to clean up. Have you heard this already? 
No, but I've seen like a meme that says, hey, your kids start acting up, I'll go for $100 and <laughs> take your tree and knock that shit out the front door. Oh, no, this is worse. <laughs> this guy basically went in with the two kids and just destroyed the house. <laughs> and she paid him to do it. And this is going to be, I wish I want to do this. Sounds like fun. Laura McGill thought it was a great idea to invite the actor to come and see the kids in character. And while the advertisement did state he would mess the kids' beds, have a pillow fight, and put toilet paper around your Christmas tree, what she got was a whole lot more. And there's pictures of this. It was dirty toilet paper around oh, the Christmas no. tree. <laughs> it, there's so much more. Like, one of the kids' faces just covered it. Here, I'll show you the... Well, I don't want to be that guy on a podcast. But here. <laughs> You're going to be that guy on the podcast. I am. Let me see. I got to see what we're talking about. All right, hold on. Oh, snap. <laughs> right? The kid looks like he's just covered in jelly or something. That's hilarious. All right, so here we go. Let me read it. <clears throat> uh, in fact, all right, so uh, he, he left a mess. In fact, it seems like he, he was hell-bent on destroying the whole house. She had set up a lovely holiday party full of snacks and treats that that ended up all over the floor. <laughs> she then took to Facebook to voice her dismay about the experience and showed the pictures on Twitter. And you can go out and see these pictures, and they're crazy. She said every single bit of party food, cupcakes, threw all over the place. Decorations broke. She wrote, fairy up liquid poured on my kitchen floor, eggs smashed, and a full <laughs> bottle of juice poured on my floor and sun. Oh, wow. Kids' new onesie ruined. Highly do not recommend. <laughs> And mailed and complained, no reply. <laughs> I love it. You hire a guy to come in and play the Grinch, right. and he's like... And then get pissed that he does Grinch oh, stuff. Oh, my God. What a great way to take out therapy. Like, I, I would volunteer to do this. Like, I'd just come over and be the Grinch, and then just proceed to... Oh, my God. It would be so much fun. Uh, she shared some uh, some before images of how nicely she had arranged the holiday spread, as well as the aftershot showing her son covered in God knows what. <laughs> it looked like he had been covered in, like, grape jelly. Oh, wow. It, it, well, you saw the picture. After all, um, people had very little sympathy for her. This well, is... no. You're hiring the <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> he, took, he wiped out all of your shit. Like, your treat. It's gone. Right. Like, what, what are you expecting? He even sucked the damn cat up into the vacuum. <laughs> she said that uh, he threw cupcakes and sausage rolls at their 60-inch TV. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. I am I am infinitely jealous of this person that gets to walk the earth and got paid to go over and destroy somebody's house by throwing <laughs> cupcakes and sausage rolls. I don't even know what a sausage roll is, but I want to throw one. I just want to eat one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I bet yeah. they pair real well with some eggnog. <laughs> you just dip your sausage roll right in the right nog. Right in the eggnog. Just right, dip that nog. Right in the eggnog. <laughs> you call yours the eggnog? The eggnog. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, Gibbler. I think that's going to wrap it up for this show. <laughs> I uh, appreciate you helping me record this. Uh, again, if you get an opportunity, make sure you go to after2beers.com. It's an opportunity for you to click on the old Patreon button and support us. We would greatly appreciate it. More than you know. Yes. And yeah. make sure that you have a great holiday. Yes. I, and I will say it on every show, which is if you see someone that you think is struggling, the holidays are tough. They probably are. So reach out to them and say hello. Or yes. Invite them over. Right. New Year's Eve's coming over. I mean, you gotta you gotta invite people, yep. you know. So anyway, all right, Gibbler. I guess without further ado, we will talk to them all next time. After two beers. <laughs>